Do you want to know how amazing people connect? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag RussSelfie. like what you hear, please share. Special thank you to our sponsors of Marketing with Russ, Hazella Bake Shop, and the Alzheimer's Association. For more information about Hazella Bake Shop and their amazing baked goods in Lebanon, Oregon, go to hazellabakeshop.com or better yet, visit them in Lebanon. And for more information on the Alzheimer's Association and how to give to this amazing organization, go to alz.org or in the comments, there's a link to the Walk Into Alzheimer's giving page as well. Ta-da! Welcome to Marketing with Russ, a.k.a. hashtag Russ Selfie. So glad to have you here today, and it is going to be a great Thursday. I'm telling you, I'm really excited because you're here. And you know what? This community makes all the difference. And I just want to let you know how much I appreciate you, how much I appreciate everybody that's connected with me, because you know that's what it's really all about. This show is all about how amazing people connect. I am a true believer that Connection and community building is the foundation for any good marketing plan, any good business, any good life, really. And so I want to encourage you to connect and do that today. Don't be shy. In the uh, comments, start saying hi to your friends, ask us questions, do whatever. And uh, yeah, whether we are able to get to those questions or not, will be a different thing. But yeah, we can always respond in the comments. So appreciate you. Uh, being here today and being part of this community. We want to know you're here. So definitely let us know. So I have been so blessed with people like my guest Megan today who are just amazing and have so much value to add and just bring so much life to this show. So I'm appreciative of that. But I want to tell you that connection is really where it starts with me. Rushheads.com is the place to connect. RussHedge.com. If you know my name at a.com, you're all good. You can go there. You can connect on any social media. Uh, my phone number, my email, my uh, actual calendar is there. You can connect directly, schedule time on my calendar. I'd love to connect with you. Also, please subscribe on YouTube. Our YouTube community is slowly growing and we want to get more and more. And it gives you the great opportunity 
to have access to all the past amazing 300 plus shows of amazing content that you're going to want to see. Also, you can get uh, notices about upcoming content as well. And you just go to marketingwithrust.live. Marketingwithrust.live is the place to go. That's where you go to go directly to my page. And so we try to make it easy for you. There you go. Marketingwithrust.live. Also, if you would share this out, that would be so awesome. Share, 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 because it doesn't matter whether you're watching live or on replay. You can still share this out. Let your friends know. Tag your friends. Tell them, hey, you don't want to miss Megan. There's great stuff coming up. And so today, I am so blessed to have her here. So share this out. Let everybody know. And last but not least, if you've not got your copy of my book, Befuddled, Live the Life You Choose, it's an encouraging book there for you to help me encourage and inspire you through written form. And also, while I'm talking about written form, if you're not subscribing to my LinkedIn newsletter, that is a weekly newsletter that goes out. I'd love to have you part of that as well. Subscribe to that as well. But thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to come here, add value to you. Because I can tell you all, you add value to me, and I appreciate that. So with that, I think we are good to go. I'm going to get Megan on here and get the show started. Here we go. Ta-da! How's it going, Megan? Good, how are you? I'm doing so good. You know, I was thinking about you coming on because uh, I love manufacturing. And that whole discussion started with my good friend, Dave, who, uh, (laughs) who I was kidding one time on the show. And uh, telling him that he was so good at making things uh, sound exciting. And Dave Chrysler does a great job. But I told him, you know, really, manufacturing is boring. And you just make it sound exciting. And I knew that that would get the, oh, you know, all this stuff. (laughs) So now it's become the inside joke with all the manufacturing peeps that I know. Because I've been able to be part of that manufacturing community. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's always makes me smile when I think about that. So anyway, great to have you here. Hey, give everybody a little snapshot. Who is Megan and what are you all about? Yeah. So I just want to start off by saying thank you for inviting me. I've, I've been a fan of your show for a while now, and I really enjoy everybody that you have on who shares their stories. So thank you. I'm very blessed to be here. Um, I'm Megan Zimba by trade. I am a tech writer for industrial manufacturers. So I don't think manufacturing is boring at all. I (laughs) think that there are individuals in the sector who aren't very good at expressing the exciting things about manufacturing and engineering. So I have made a living off of finding that story, finding that value and making it exciting for the audience who is looking in and not necessarily outward. So it's been a great career. I've been writing for industrial manufacturing since 2008. And then three years ago, I started my own business called Z Inc. Solutions. And my tagline there, um, there is, uh, this isn't your grandmother's writing anymore. So I like to add edginess to my voice and tone when it comes to writing. I like to be authentic. I like to be transparent and not so salesy, but just, you know, this is who we are. This is how we provide value. This is how we can solve your problems. But here we are as our authentic selves and you know everybody that's involved in engineering and manufacturing i strongly believe are the salt of the earth people and they're hard workers and they love what they do and they're very passionate about it so i try to express that in my writing and then i also started mavens of manufacturing around the same time and that is a podcast dedicated to the women who are in the sector 
and just giving them the space to provide, you know, who they are as their authentic selves and allow them to showcase their skill sets as well as share their experiences so that hopefully we can get the next generation really inspired to join the sector. Because right now we have a lot of open positions. Um, there's a lot of articles out there about, you know, how uh, our national security might be at risk because we don't have enough um, manufacturers supplying enough goods. So hopefully we can start getting the next generation really excited and join the wonderful career pathways that are available. Yeah, well, I want to tell you, first of all, uh, that I love what you started with. Everybody loves a good story, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. you really dive in and find that story. And you are trying to relate that very authentically. And that's what people are really looking for now is really they're looking yeah. for authenticity. They're looking for uh, somebody that's really uh, going to be not just transparent, but just be real with them. Right. Yeah. And, and Absolutely. that, that's kind of a unique thing, unfortunately, with a lot, a lot of industries. But I was actually going back to my joke with Dave about manufacturer being boring. I was giving him a compliment as I was kidding him all at the same time, because mm -hmm. he is very good at expressing that and making it exciting. And so back to writing with you, so many people need that. They don't know how to share the good story. They don't know how to share things that really grip people and get them interested. So give us some more insight on how you do that. Yeah. So it's really not as complicated as some people might think it is. I just really sit down with my clients and I listen. I let them talk how they want to talk. I don't set up high expectations for the conversation. I think a lot of people are afraid that they might say something wrong or they might offend someone where I really, you know, I'm fairly neutral in a lot of my beliefs. I, I don't sway one way or the other. Um, I like to do my research and I like, you know, when opinions clash, because I think that's how we learn from one another. We shouldn't agree on everything all the time. We should have disagreements. We should be able to have our own personal beliefs. So I set up the conversation right away by uh, uh, letting people know that this is a safe space. And yes, I might not agree with what your beliefs are, or what your opinions are, but I will respect them. And we can have a crucial conversation around that and an open dialogue. And I think that helps people uh, become comfortable around me personally. And then they're able to open up and just be who they are without you know, worrying about if they're going to offend me or not. I've pretty thick skin. Um, I'm the youngest <laughs> of six. So mm, I've, I've learned wow. to be a, a scrapper from day one. So, it, you know, I don't, I don't get offended very easily when, when people are themselves. I, I learned that I, I, I learned to understand that we all have our own personal experiences. So the way that I take information might not be the same as someone else who takes it. And um, a really good book that I want to mention is called Crucial Conversations. And that's a great book to uh, get tips on how to take yourself out of your own perspective and view it from another person's perspective and just be more empathetic and compassionate to their personal experience. Who's that book by? Oh, it's by several different authors. And oh, okay. I don't remember oh, them fine. but i can google them <laughs> yeah, no it's fine no the long I, I, list of 
I'm just busy taking notes, writing that down because I wanted to look that up. But, you know, this is one thing I think uh, that it's the way you come at it. Uh, you provide a safe space. Like you said, a lot of people are very guarded. They're very guarded mm -hmm. what they share and all of that. And they're afraid, like you said, what people are going to think of them and all that. When they know it's okay to open up and, you know, really, let's face it in our world, we'd have a much more loving, happy space if people were like that more often uh, around is just really being accepting of people. doesn't mean you have to agree with everything they're doing. It doesn't mean you have to change up and, and actually, um, you know, uh, change your beliefs, but you can still be open to listening, open to people. And I think when you mm -hmm. accept people uh, for who they are, and then, you know, you go from there. Some people click, some people don't. But in the conversation where you're trying to get a good feel for them as far as writing, I just think that's so crucial because you really want to hear from them. And when you hear that heart, that's when those stories come out, right? That's when yeah. those little nuggets come out that you can use. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think, too, another thing that is helpful when I'm talking to the people that I'm writing for is I let them know that I'm not going to publish anything without their approval. So they get a chance to see how I'm representing them. And if there's anything that they want to change or take out or add, I'm more than willing to include that information as long as it's not something that's completely hateful or discriminatory towards a specific group or community, then I'm all about sharing those stories. But again, you know, the way that we're going to learn from one another and move forward as a society, as a community, is we have to start having these uncomfortable conversations and learn from one another. And if we can't do that, then we're going to be kind of stuck, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I am. Um, yes, I'm thinking that, you know, this is one thing where creative uh, creative people like you really help the process because a lot of people really have troubles having a good conversation and then write putting it down on paper right mm -hmm. really really those two things are really unique arts i think you know because people need to learn to listen better have good conversations share and express without beating each other up number one mm -hmm. number two uh you know the the whole art of writing some people may never really get it because they have so much block in their brain and think they can't do it. They need people like you that are able to take that great conversation then and put that down and sound like them because that's mm -hmm. your whole thing is you're coming in trying to represent what they're all about. And I think that's important when they feel safe in that space, they're going to open up more, you know, it's just like sales, the no like and trust factor People need to know you and like you and they get to trust you and they open up in that space. And that's when really probably the really I would think that's where the magic happens in writing. Yeah, I I absolutely love it. I didn't think it was a skill that I had until um, later on in life when I started writing for a trade publication. And it's interesting because my mom has told me several times she's like, you know, your grandfather just had a nap for having complete strangers come up to him and share their whole life story. And she said, it's interesting to see me with that same knack because well, and she has it too. Like she, she's really humble about her ability to get people to trust her right away. But I just remember going to a store with her one day and somebody came up to her and she was sitting there talking to him for like 45 minutes. And my brother and I were patiently waiting for her because 
we thought it was someone she knew for years. And when she got done for the converse, with the conversation, we were like, who is that? And she's like, I have no idea. I just met him. And she's sitting there having a 45 minute conversation with a complete stranger. But I've been able to do that as well, too. And I, I kind of ignored that skill set. And I right. think there's just an aura about storytellers, like true natural storytellers have this energy about around us for whatever reason. And people just want to talk to us. They want to have conversations with us. And you do have to be a really good listener and you can't just listen with your ears. You have to listen with your eyes as well too. And your body language is important. And you know, how you respond to, you have to let them know that you're truly listening to them, be engaging, ask questions, you know, make sure you're repeating some of the information that they're giving to you so that they know that you're really following along with what they're, they're saying. Well, and you really care about what they're saying, because when you do that, you're giving them those clues that you are keyed in, you care, you're listening. And, um, you know, I always tell a story about a friend named Brian, when I was a kid, the most active listener I've ever known, because when you were talking to him, he was like, Oh, he was just so excited. His face showed it. I was so excited about what I was saying just because of how he looked, you know, that's got me more. Well, he was, excited. Yeah. Yeah. And he I'm, was so, yeah. yeah. And see, I think you have some of that. I can just tell from our conversation that you have that calm, peaceful um, uh, aura around you, whatever it is. And you're, you're giving up vibes, telling people, listen, I'm listening, I care. And it's just how you come across to people. You're not, you know, you're not busy interrupting and doing things. You're listening. And mm-hmm. I just think that's amazing. So, okay, let me ask you another question. So practically, I want to just give some practical things. So with your business, somebody is sitting there, they're banging their head against the wall. They're having writer's block. They're crumpling up the paper and they're throwing it away. Yeah. They need they need your help. Well, how do they go about not just getting in touch with you, but how is the just kind of give us a short idea of the process? How do they get in touch with you and how does it go? Yeah, so it's kind of funny because recently it's been non-traditional how people are contacting me. So um a lot of people didn't under a lot of people didn't know that I was a tech writer. So when I was writing for a trade publication, yes, I had my own personal byline. So people knew me through that particular publishing company. And then they knew me on LinkedIn. But then after I stopped working at that trade publication, um, I went into different marketing departments. So my name was never on anybody's byline. It was always a ghost written piece. So when I started Mavens, um, and my own writing company at once, Mavens got more popular than Z Inc did fairly quickly. So a lot of people knew me through Mavens. And then me being a tech writer came up in secondary conversation. And they were just like, wait a minute, we didn't know that. And they're shocked to to find out that I have a master's as well, too. So I I don't have one degree, I actually have two degrees. And um, it kind of takes people back. So it's a fun way to open that up. But um, on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm very active. And I think my engagement and me responding to people and being very open and flexible with my schedule helps. So if they see me on LinkedIn, they generally uh, connect to me uh, via LinkedIn Messenger. Otherwise, on my website, um, if you just Google my name, a lot of stuff comes up and you can find my website. Uh, There is a scheduling link on there that people can schedule time with me. So I'm 
encouraging people to just click that link and schedule time with me because I try to be as available as possible. Sometimes I can't because I have three kids at home and um, I'm a recently new single mom. Um, unfortunately, my husband and I are going through a divorce, but we're, we're still friends, you know, but I, I've become really busy, but I try to be purposeful and mindful of other people's schedules. So uh, one thing a lot of people have said that they like about me too, is if something comes up on their schedule, um, they get kind of fearful of rescheduling, but I know things come up. It's manufacturing and some people have families. So I don't get upset when people can't stick with their schedule. So if they need to reschedule and it is months later, I'm totally open to that. It's not offensive to me at all. So I just, I let people know that, Hey, if you need to reschedule this, if it needs to be on a weekend that I'm available, feel free to even do that. Um, most of the time I'm working in the mornings on the weekends cause my kids are sleeping. So it's a perfect time for me to get one or two meetings in. So, um, yeah, I, I'm very open about sharing my contact information. Well, and what I love about, well, you are very flexible. Thank you for that. But also, um, you you know, what I love about what you're saying is you're you're taking into account other people in their, their life. And so yeah. that, again, shows that you're caring because we are all busy. It doesn't matter if you're manufacturing or not. I mean, we're mm -hmm. all running 100 miles an hour, even when we're trying to slow down. Life is just busy and things change, right? And mm -hmm. so you're being accommodating. And that, again, sets people at ease when they're dealing with you um, through that whole process. And so, yeah, that's just amazing. So, okay. So if people give somebody one tip, if they are just having a tough time writing something small for themselves, do you have a way to overcome writer's block in your life? You have to take a break from concentrating on the writing. So I would highly suggest when you have writer's block, it generally for me means that I'm overwhelmed with a lot of things going on in my head. So I need to just separate myself completely from all of the electronics, all of the distractions, all of the emails, even my phone. And I will either go do something with my kids or I will go work out, or I will sit outside if the weather is nice, and I will drink a cup of coffee. And sometimes I'll just sit in silence, or I'll go for a drive. So it just really depends on how the person recenters themselves. You kind of need to have your head clear in order to start something new. Um, if you sit back down and you just don't know where to start, one of my recommendations is just to take a blank piece of paper, whether that's, you know, an actual piece of paper or if you're more uh, digital nowadays, um, have a blank Google Doc and just start typing things out. They don't have to make sense. You can type words, you can type fragmented sentences, you can type thoughts that enter your head. Just start writing things down, just start typing things out. And eventually what will happen is you'll have this massive brain dump and it helps clear your mind and you'll be able to refocus on what you're, you're trying to write. Well, and I think that is great advice. And actually when I wrote my book, I got that same advice. Um, I had a great a journalism professor in college years ago that helped me initially with some of those very similar tips. But also one of the biggest things was to, 
you know, relax and just really start writing and uh, just let things flow. And don't worry about exactly how everything sounds, because a lot of times we're so critical of ourselves. You see that whole yeah. picture of somebody crumpling up paper and throwing it away, writing and crumpling, throwing it away. When I wrote my book, I wrote three quarters of it before I read any of it. I didn't That's even awesome. read it. I got well because I was thinking I'm gonna start throwing chapters out right off the bat if I don't just keep writing. And so what ended up happening was I found there was some places I could move around in the book. I had ideas that actually fit mm -hmm. better in another chapter or things that fit better here or there, or I could slightly tweak paragraphs and things sounded a lot smoother. And you find that it's easier to work within what you've already written out. And at least also you've gotten ideas, like you said, on the page, and then yeah. you're able to work with that. And it makes it a lot less um, stressful and walks for me are amazing in the middle of all those kind of things. You do got to kind of just slow down and yeah. Take, and take sometimes when you're taking those moments of breaks, you'll get inspiration from somewhere yeah. else. So that's why I like going outside for a walk. I really like walking in the woods. Um, like we have a, a park where I live called big Hills park and they have a lot of trails. I just really like going and, being one with nature that it kind of sounds hippy dippy, but I mean, I just like <laughs> being one with nature. Sometimes I like going to outdoor uh, music festivals too, because you're just, you're just sitting there and you're enjoying the music. And sometimes you need that energy right. to pull inspiration from. So don't freak out if you get writer's block, it happens to a lot of us. Um, the other thing to remember too, is not all of us think in a linear pattern. Um, right. Sometimes we're thinking, on different wavelengths and paths. And you just got to kind of figure that out. And yeah. like you said, if you didn't, if you didn't, if you stopped writing, you probably would have had a harder time picking up where you left off. So yeah. um, just write everything out and piece it together once you're done. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I've also, I've learned in that whole process too, is to go with your gut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you have feelings and you, you know, I call gut feelings, God feelings. It's just like, that's really where you need to be going. As soon as you feel something, write that down. When I do my LinkedIn newsletter, I get a boop, a flash idea of what I'm going to do it about. And I just jot that down and I start writing. I don't spend a whole lot of time analyzing if it's within the realm of what I want to be writing and what I want to be communicating. I just go with it. And it makes it a lot easier when you just relax because it does consume a lot of energy and I can yeah. tell everybody that it consumes more energy. And I'm sure you'd agree with this, Megan, when you're causing yourself paralysis by analysis, overanalyzing yeah. everything and paralyzing yourself. That term is so true because you overanalyze, you suck the energy out of yourself. Then you're exhausted. I mean, yeah, I, I cannot write. When I'm exhausted, I no, can't, I, I have to be fresh. I can't either. And I, I 100% agree with that statement. It takes a lot of energy and you, you really need to find what it is that can refocus your Zen, because if you don't, then you're just going to keep struggling. And I've had those days where I tried to force something out and it, just drained me and it doesn't happen it, it's depressing it gets really depressing because then you don't think anything that comes out is is good content so yeah. don't overstress yourself out <laughs> yeah for sure for sure okay well listen so many gold nuggets so many mic drops in this interview but for now we got to wrap things up so give everybody your major 
theme or gold nugget for today that you want them to remember? And then let us know how everybody can get in touch with you. So my main nugget of information that I like to give people is that, you know, don't shoot for huge success rates. Um, a mentor of mine once told me, you know, focus on 1%. If you're 1% better than what you were yesterday, then that's still a step in the right direction. So I try to figure out, okay, what did I do yesterday? What was I disappointed in? And how can I be 1% better tomorrow or today? And just keep going at that pace. And yes, you'll have your failures, but you're still on that path to growth and progression if you right. do it in if you micromanage it a little bit. So that would be my gold nugget. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, definitely get a hold of me on LinkedIn. I'm most active on there. Um, otherwise, you can reach me at Megan at Z Inc. And that's INK and not INC.com. So again, that's Megan at Z Inc. Solutions.com. And I'll bet that that information is even on your LinkedIn page. It is. <laughs> It definitely so, yeah. is. <laughs> and so as you all have seen, it magically appeared below her. It's in the comments. It's in the show notes. All of her information is clickable. It's been ticking along the bottom, both of our information as we spoke today. So please get in touch with Megan. And uh, it is definitely somebody you want to connect with. And she can help you out with your writing. And especially if you're in the manufacturing field. So I appreciate you being here, Megan. Hang tight. I'm going to send you, say goodbye for now and send you to the green room. Uh, but I really, really appreciate you and taking the time today and your flexibility. Thank you so much, Russ. I appreciate it. All right. See you in a minute. Okay. I'm telling you, he's getting better and better. I am just so blessed to um, have great people in my community and amazing friends uh, they're willing to come on marketing with Russ. So, hey, listen, I also want to just thank everybody uh, who's been praying for me. And I just want to thank you for your support and all that is happening. And uh, so just thank you so much. I appreciate that. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, and you want to know more, you can uh, you can definitely connect with me and I'll explain. But Thanks so much, everybody. And, you know, I appreciate you being here today. Again, we're here every Monday, Monday and Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on Marketing with Russ, a.k.a. hashtag Russ Selfie. And we'll be here again next Monday. You got to join us. It'll be awesome. And uh, it's going to be the uh, 3rd of July. It'll be coming right up. So uh, if you need anything and want to connect with me, remember, just go to RussHedge.com. RussHedge.com is the place to go for all of my connection information. There it is. I knew I could get it up on the screen. And until we talk to you again, have a great day and a great life. Talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Marketing with Russ, a.k.a. hashtag RussSelfie. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. Have an amazing day.